This podcast is brought to you by Oxo, the leading convenience store in Mexico. Okay. Uh, welcome to our podcast, The Black Hole of Latino Identity. Our podcast is named this because we feel that there are many misconceptions about Latino identity and that it can be easy to get lost in them. On today's episode of The Black Hole of Ide- Latino Identity, we'll be discussing our own experiences with identity while asking each other some questions and playing some audio clips or explaining what our parents' opinion and perspectives on what it is like to be Mexican-American and female or male. We are your hosts, Brian and Julissa, and a short background about us each is that I am Julissa, or better known as Julie. I am a 19-year-old female who is Mexican-American and who was born and raised in Chicago and is currently majoring in biology pre-health with hopes of working in the medical field. And I am Brian Flores, I am an 18-year-old Mexican-American who is attending St. Xavier University. I was born and raised in Chicago, and I plan on majoring in business management in hopes of one day owning my own business. Um, today, we are going to be talking about ethnicity and asking each other some questions. Here is our first question, which is, how does being Mexican affect your perspective on religion? Um, well... Do you want to go first or should I? You can go first. All right. Well, being Mexican like affects my perspective on religion because it's like it's a very like important thing with like in Hispanic culture. Like growing up, like um, I would always like I learned how to pray. I learned the rosary, learned some prayers, whether it was in uh, Spanish or English. And I know like for like whenever I go to Mexico with my going to my abuelita's house, like, she had, like, a little, like, prayer room, and so every night, we would go in there and, like, pray, so it was kind of, like, knowing, like, I knew it was a really like, important, like, it's something that's, like, should really be, like, followed when you're Hispanic, you know? So, you're gonna pass those traditions down? Um, well, like, I hope so, like, lately, it's not something that I've, unfortunately, like, followed, but, I do plan on, like, making it more, and, well, it's still important, but I want to, like, be more involved into it, and, like, be able to, like, keep that tradition of, like, religion, you know? Why do you think that lately it hasn't? Uh, lately, I guess, well, I can't really say, because, like, there's like no church being but like even lately when like there was church i wouldn't really go i guess just because like laziness flojera like i wouldn't want to go like i feel like uh, i didn't really want to go and it's kind of like that um those moments of like straying away like it all adds up and then it's kind of like you don't forget about it but it's not like you're like constantly it's not of yeah importance. it's like you don't constantly think about it so it's like it's basically like it gets put on the back burner, you know? Yes. Um, I can agree with that. I think that growing up Mexican religion has played a big part in who I am and how I was raised. And I, too, since I was little, I learned all, like, the rosaries and, like, I learned how to pray and how to, like, persinarme and do, like, the Holy Cross. And I think that as you grow up, like being Mexican like you know that it's something that it's like important but it's not always like a priority 
And I do want to change that because I think that the way I did grow up, it was something like very nice to like embrace my religion. So I would want that to be like something that plays out in my future. And I would want to have like a better relationship like with my own religion. Yeah, I agree with that. It's like, um, because like not a lot of people really follow through with like their religion. But like when you're like really close to it, it does like bring like a warm feeling to you. Like for me, like it's, yeah, it's like true. I don't know. I guess it's also like I don't know. Like some people say, like oh, like religion doesn't exist. Religion's just like a hoax. Religion is just like to comfort people. But like even if it's like that, it still like makes me feel warm. I guess because like, it, it is a comforting like oh, like someone's watching over you. Someone has like a plan for you. So in a way, it's like it takes some like stress out of you. Yes, and you see, that goes into, like, the misconceptions, like, that people do have, like, about Latino identity. I know that, like, a lot of, like, Latinos say, like, that it's important to, like, be involved, like, in the church and, like, to have a relationship with God. Not a lot of people see it like that, or a lot of people see it the wrong way and think that, like, it is, like, a hoax, like, like you said. And also, I think it's expected also in Mexican, like, culture to, like, have a relationship, like, with God and to go to the church because, you know, that they say that you need to be, like, baptized, confirmed like in order to get um married like in a catholic church so i think that's also like a big thing like with like mexican culture yeah it's also like i guess just like the same continuing back it's like like what you said like how like how there's like baptism and then there's like the com- like communion confirmation like it's all like steps and like starting off young it's like what's well, like already like there like we have to like we go to church school it's like you go to to do your first confirmation and it's like for your parents it's like a big deal like they're very proud and like it's you see like the happiness in your parents and like you know it's like oh like yeah it's a big deal for them how do you think that we differ from our parents generation when it comes to like our own religion like do you think that we are very different from the way that they saw religion and like how they took part in it oh i feel like yes we are like very different because like i feel like our parents' generation were, like, they were way more involved into it. They were more, it was more of a, um, what did I say? It was a bigger deal to them. And I feel like also, like, a part is because, yeah. like, being in Mexico, it's, like, it's much more of a bigger deal than growing up here in the United States, where it's not, it's not as, like, as important. And, like, I guess also, like, um, I know, like, for elementary school, I went to public school. And so you you don't really talk about religion in public school because, like, they're not allowed to. It's, like, something... It's, like, they don't want to mix um, religions together, so they just completely, like, not acknowledge it, which is, like, why, I guess, I also, like, didn't think about it much until, like... Until... Oh, I did because of my parents' influence, but if it weren't for them, I probably would have, like, not really, like, seen into religion as much until, like, I went into a private school. That's when, like, my religion... Like, my relationship with my own religion came like back I agree I think that like being like young I don't think that you really think about like religion like as much as you should or you don't see like the importance of it but I think that growing up or like even like ending like from like high school and transitioning into like university I think that I started thinking a lot more about like religion and what part God played in my life and I realized like that I did want to like 
create like a closer relationship with like my religion because I think that it is special like how you said like to know like that somebody is watching over you so I think that I agree in that aspect mm, well do you feel like do you feel like religion like affects um your relationships like whether it be in a good or a bad way mm, I think so because I think not everybody sees it the same way or a lot of people you know they have different priorities or like not a lot of people really care like for their religion and if you do I think that can be like a very big like not like that boundaries or like things are different but I think it affects your relationship with like that person because you guys don't have the same beliefs what about you yeah I agree with that well I mean I guess like a certain like extent because like i mean if people don't really believe the same as me i would probably just like oh well i mean that's that's just your opinion your belief and like i'll respect it but i guess there is some people yeah well it's respectable yeah. of course yeah and like some people they just like they're too ignorant and they don't want to like listen to you and they're like, they're like so um so onto their own belief and like they don't really want to like accept any anything else so it's kind of that's where like relationships do be affected in like a negative way but like if it's their belief like I personally wouldn't just like whatever like that's your belief but I wouldn't like hold a grudge against that person yeah I think not a lot of people are open to understanding like different cultures or like different like religions just because they're so like focused on what their like I don't know perspective on it is but I think that it is, like, okay to have, like, different beliefs and, like, to respect that not everybody's going to think the same way as you. Mm-hmm. Like, I know this is, there's this one religion. Um, uh, I, don't really, I don't remember it. But I know in Evanston, there's a temple. It's called the Baha'i Temple. I don't know if you mm-hmm. heard of it. But, like, their their religion is, like, it's, like, um, I learned about it last year in my ethics class and it's it actually like it was very interesting to me because they don't they accept all religions like they'll accept like um whether it be catholic christians jewish uh, muslim hindu and i guess like it's all about like peace and like loving each other and it's like a very nice concept because it's like going back to like what we said like it's like everybody has their own beliefs and so it's kind of like how do I, I don't know how to like explain it because it's not its own religion. Like you still have your own religion, but you can also follow into the Baha'i Temple and like still have like follow like peace and everybody coming yeah. together. It's like everyone coming together, and like, that's a very cool concept. I agree. I think that things should be like that. You know, like it should be accepted, like for everybody to like come together, even if they think different or even if they have different um, opinions about certain things. Yeah. Um, so another question that I wanted to ask you was, what are some changes that you wish to see equality wise for Hispanics in our current society? Well, I feel like the most obvious one would be like to seen to be seen equal because in this country, like with lately with like I know like there was a rise of like um racism with with Trump got elected. And, like, yes. there was, like, a bunch of, like, oh, like, one of his, like, what he, like, his words were, like, that Mexico doesn't bring their best, that they're bringing rapists, they're bringing drug dealers, they're bringing, kill, like, murderers, killers. And that's when, like, 
you really see like, oh, this is how this country sees me. Like they see me as a killer. They see me as a rapist. And it's kind of like, you, re- you really wish you weren't seen like that because that's not what you are. Like you make your, uh, like you are like who you are. Like you make your own life. And I, for other people to already have like this image of you, it's kind of like, I got to prove myself to them that I'm not that, which it shouldn't really be like that. I agree. Like, like I think that a lot of people have their own, like, image already made up about, like, who Hispanics are. And a big part of that is, you know, because of, like, other people, like, that are vocal about, like, how they think that, like, we are, like, criminals and, like, we are, like, rapists and, like, we steal jobs when really, like, we come to, like, work hard and to, like, fight for our rights, you know? And we have to work harder, like, than other people just because we're seen differently or people think that we can't do what others can. And it sucks because, like you said, like, why why should things be like that? Yeah, it's kind of like, I don't know, it's just like you, you wish to just, like, be able to do your own and, like, be seen as equal because, like, it's kind of like, like, I know, um, like, even the statistics, it's like, uh not many uh <clears throat> hispanics are like in college or like they're not graduating college and it goes into like i guess also the because there's not that much support for them it's kind of like you they're they're not on their own but they don't have as much support as others would and so they just kind of like give up and then go and do like other stuff and it shouldn't be like that I agree. I think that it's discouraging for Latinos to see like such negative connotations about themselves, like not only like in schools, like but in jobs, like how are they supposed to like get the career that they want when they are seen so differently in like a negative aspect? I think that it's really hard and it shouldn't be that way. Yeah. And like I was like, even then, like I've had like my own little like experiences where like I've met people and they're and like I was like, what maybe like 13 in Wisconsin those and like they were like oh I, I was like looking to see where the line was for like the little inflatable things for the lazy river like the little mm-hmm. donuts and I was looking to see where the line was and I was making sure and then this like white person told me like oh like what are you doing this isn't get like get to the back of the line like you Mexicans are always trying to like find like a, the easiest way and like you're always trying to cheat your way through and like it wasn't that serious like I was just trying to look where they were and like I got called out for that yeah and it's kind of like and like I was a kid too like how are you gonna tell that to a kid it's really pure ignorance because I think like you know based off your experience like so many people have that experience like in their like day-to-day life like for example like my father his first language is Spanish and his English is very broken so like whenever like we'll go like order like let's say like to McDonald's even like and like he'll like order my food like it'll like belittle him like because he speaks like broken English and I think that a lot of people automatically assume like oh like go back like to where like you came from or like you can't do this like why are you trying to do this and it's not like that like and like how you said like you were a kid like why should you have to like face that when the person that told you that was an adult and he should know better. Yeah, and it's also like I feel like a lot a lot of people in like this country, like they're very like onto like that idea of like oh speak English. Like that's even though like like this country was built on immigrants. Like there is no official language for this country. 
I don't know like how like you got that idea of like oh like speak English, speak English. It's like, well, there's no there's no actual um main language for like this country. It's like it was built on immigrants, like like it's stolen land. Yeah. Like, even when they say like go back to where you came from, like you go back to where you came from too. You yeah. know, it's like, and I don't know. It's it's just like many like and then you get you can confront them with like their own like ideas and like it's they're like oh but it's like different but like it's not different it's the same it's just that they're too ignorant to see it yeah have you had any experiences Um, like where you've like like you yourself have been told anything um no i think really the only experience where I've had to like deal with something like that is like defending my dad because personally I think a lot of people like focus a lot like on like my skin color and they'll like they won't right away assume like that I'm like Hispanic until they hear my name because it's very like strong and it sounds very like Latino but I've had to like defend like my dad at times because people will try to like belittle him and like think that like he doesn't know any better or that just because like he wasn't born here that he doesn't like deserve certain things so it's like even like at the bank or like at the grocery store like it's been times like where like you have to say like no like he knows what he's doing and like it shouldn't like be seen like as like him not knowing anything just because his English is broken or he looks Mexican yes and then and then it's kind of like it's not sad, but it's like, why does like, like you, like you're the daughter, like should why should you be like have to protect your dad from like names like that? Well, like you said, like a lot of people like focus on your on your color and like you, they may not think you're Mexican, but then they see your name and they're like, oh, like I know, like I've seen like uh, moments where like um, some Hispanics are like worried about naming their their kids like very Hispanic names because they feel like how like they think about like oh will they be treated differently because of the name and like will they be um like not not looked as uh, like as others I know like um I remember like my teacher in in high in high school he his name was uh his first name was Rex and we were all like why is your name that and then he finally (laughs) explained the and he's like oh it's because my mom was like he said that his mom was worried about like about like being named something like very Hispanic and like maybe like not getting to certain schools because of like oh being Hispanic or like being treated differently because of the name and like like people shouldn't have to worry about that you know I agree I think that well you know sometimes like especially like when applying to like jobs or to schools like the first thing that somebody sees is your name and that's like their first impression of you So when you have, like, a very fluent and strong, like, Latino name, of course, people are going to, like, like, make their own assumptions about you even then. And it shouldn't be like that. Like, people shouldn't be afraid to name their kids whatever they want just because they're afraid that they're going to be treated differently. Yeah, I agree with that. So do you think that being Mexican affects the way that a lot of people see you? Um... Yes, a lot, because, like, it's something that, well, like, it's just, like, I have darker skin and, like, darker hair, have brown, dark brown eyes, and it's kind of, like, I don't know, like, it's, like, you can tell right away, like, oh, like, he's Mexican, or, like, 
like anybody, anybody, like you can tell like right away, it's like, oh, he's like different. And that's like the first thing that people notice. And like, it's right then and there, like where, like how you get treated. Like, I know, like, so like I've met like plenty of like um, white, uh, white people who are like super nice. And they're like, or like I even like some were like super nice and they're like, oh, like, I didn't know like you guys were like that. And I was like, I was like, really? You guys, like, we're not that different. Like, why like, should you be profiled like that? Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, like, I had to make, I had, like, I had to change your image. It's like, I shouldn't have, like, it shouldn't have been like that. Like, you should have, like, just thought, like, oh, like, they're normal people. But no, it's like, that's what they already had in their mind implanted. And it sucks because, you know, that's the way that some people grow up. Like, if their parents thought that, then like they'll grow up to think that too and the cycle is never really broken and it's like it sucks that it has to take like moments like that like where you do meet somebody and then that's what has to break the cycle but it shouldn't be like that like you should educate yourself so that you don't have to like let somebody else like show you how things really are yeah and and it's like I guess going to like 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 how many like other experiences they are uh, and it's like how how they face it or like what they face and it's like the, the root of the problem because that's where like a bunch of other problems start like people with that mentality are the reason why people don't get jobs or lose jobs and like people with that mentality are like the ones that like make laws like such as like ending DACA which is like something that doesn't make sense like why would you end uh a program that like helps a bunch of people who have like ideas of like improving like this country like that guy was a a real like resource and i think that the like the circumstances like i think they were fair like for for immigrants like who like were here like at a certain age and like they were gonna be able to go to school like get a job and i think to like be able to take that away i think it's cruel and it shouldn't be like that yeah, because, like, they didn't have a choice. I mean, like, what is a one-year-old going to tell, like, their parents, like, oh, like, this is wrong. You shouldn't go into this country. Yeah. Like, what am I going to do? It's like, they didn't have a choice. Like, now they're here. And just because they don't have papers, like, it's not their fault. Like, they should be able to have the same opportunities as everybody else. I can definitely agree with that. Oh, and um, then, like, there's like some people that have those opportunities and they don't even take it. It's kind of like, it's not saying it's like a waste of resource, a, but yeah. I don't think a lot of people like really, they're not very grateful for the opportunities that they have because it's kind of handed to certain people and they don't really have to work for it. Not knowing that other people struggle way more. Yeah. It's, and it's like, in a way it should make people like, like, I definitely, like, value, like, the way I'm in school much more because, like, like, unfortunately, some people can't have it, but it's, like, a good, like, opportunity to make, like, a change because I know, like, me going to, like, finishing uh, university and graduating, it will, like, definitely improve that number of, like, people who, like, is, uh, Latinos who graduate. And so it will, in the end, like, motivate others to, like, get their degree yeah like you'll be a difference to motivate others i agree 
I think that we all kind of hope to make like a difference, like for our own people, you know, like to show like that we are doing something that we are working towards like a bigger goal, like in the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, so the second thing like that we really wanted to get into was gender. And I wanted to ask you, what were some hardships that you have faced as a male? Uh, well, I guess to start off, it's definitely, like, the perception the perception of, like, males being, like, super strong and, like, not crying and, like, not feeling emotion. It's, like, that's definitely, like, one of the hardships, like, I guess. Like, right away thinking, it's, like, oh, like, males have it super easy, like, they can do whatever they want, they get paid more, they get all this, which, I mean, I definitely do agree that women should be paid equally, and, like, but there's definitely, like, some hardships that males have. It's not, like, it's, like, uh, sunshine and, like, rainbows. And, like, it's, like, super easy. <laughs> but, yeah, it's definitely, like, one of the first hardships that I think of. It's, like, like being seen, like, as, like, an iron goal. Kind of relating no to, feelings. like, machismo, right? Like, it is, like, very seen, like, in, like, Hispanic, like, culture. Like, that, like, men should be strong. That men shouldn't cry. Yeah, it's very... Like, that's just, like, something that comes with, I guess, being Latino. Because it's, like, it goes down from, like, it's kind of, like, a tradition, like, generation to generation. It's, like, oh, like, be a man. Hace como un hombre. Like, no, eso no, eso no es como un hombre. Like, it's, like, basically, like, it belittles you. Like, oh, like, oh, maybe I shouldn't, I'll be seen, like, less of a man if I do, don't do this. And so it's very, like, it's not, how do I explain it? It just effects with like emotion because I guess like a lot of males would like tend to bottle it up and like that's not healthy I agree that's definitely not healthy and I think that that kind of standard should be broken I think that men shouldn't be expected to be strong all the time that it should be okay to be sentimental and to like let your emotions out yeah and then I feel like it also affects like by the time like they have someone to like talk to or like they finally are given the chance to like let all the emotion out they don't know how to express that emotion like they don't they don't know how to like yeah it's like oh like and then also like receiving emotion you're just like well like what do i do like i don't know how to like handle this handle that yeah and it sucks that things are like that because you want to like be able to like communicate with others and like tell them how you're feeling is just really hard because that's not really what's expected of you yeah it's like it's just it's challenging it's like that's one that's like uh something to like change as like well it'll definitely take time to change like i feel like it would just be like with your own like family i guess it'll be like to start new traditions like new ideas i agree that's very important to set those new standards so what about for you like what are some hardships you faced as like a female Mm, i think some like big hardships or main hardships would be that a lot of people think that you can't do certain things like it's assumed like that like oh like she can't do that because she's a girl or like if she does that she's doing it like a girl um i think a lot of people don't think that like girls or women like can be strong or that they can do certain jobs um I think personally like a struggle that I have faced is that like a lot of like men like that have been in my life think that like 
they can like tell me what to do or like just because they're a male or that they like can decide like what I'm gonna do like with my life to benefit them and I think that would be like my biggest hardship that a lot of like males think that they're like in charge and that like women should do whatever like they need or want yeah it's like going with like the same idea of like the machismo you know it's like I feel like a lot of like Hispanics are like 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 I guess maybe like their parents were like that where like the dad was like like the man of the house and like I guess they try to like be like that but like they shouldn't be like that it's like a common problem like faced in the Latino community or it's also like even then like it's like the tradition like oh the female stays at home to clean and cook for the man when he gets home from work and like that's definitely not something that like Exactly. That shouldn't be like your gender role. I think that it shouldn't be assumed that like women should stay at home. Like women like don't have to go to work. Like they can stay home with the kids and they'll like cook and clean. And I think that it should be seen like as both. Like if a man wants to stay home and like be with the kids, then he should. And if a man wants to cook while the female goes to work, like then it should. You know, like it should be like both ways. It shouldn't just be mm-hmm. one way. Yeah, I definitely do agree with that. It's definitely, like, machismo is definitely, like, a problem with, um, like, within the Latino community that should definitely, like, like, it needs more awareness and it definitely needs to be, like, talked about. It really does. Um, what is one thing that you wish that um, females understood about males or that they didn't assume about you guys? Um, well, it definitely would be, like, that, the whole, like, in expressing emotion, because it's definitely uh, difficult to, like, explain your emotion when, like, you don't know how to, and that, like, females would be, like, oh, like, you're just not, ex- you don't know how, like, um, you don't know what an actual, like, hardship is, or, like, you don't experience what we do, it's, like, well, like, experiences may be different, but, like, their emotions, like, still there, and it's, like, just because I don't know how to doesn't mean I don't want to. Like, I want to, but I just don't know how to tell you, like, how I feel. And then it kind of, like, it puts you back to like, the same place. Like, you just don't want to talk about it. And, like, and then, like, it goes back again. Like, oh, why do you never talk about it? And it's kind of, like, you're just back at square one. And, like, yeah. it seems like they'll, like, I don't know. It's, like, you'll never be able to, like, explain yourself. And, like, why is it, like, you're acting? you're acting so weird why are you acting like this it's kind of like well I tried to like ask for help but like I don't know I just don't know how to ask for it or like I never receive it I agree I think that women or girls shouldn't assume that about like men and they should give them the chance to be able to express themselves without fully judging them and saying like no you can't do that yeah it's kind of like like that poem I told you um do you remember that poem I told you yes um it it was a poem about um it was in Spanish and it was uh saying how um the man had like bottled up his emotions for so long that when he finally cried to the woman that it was very uh what was it like bitter just because he had held in so much pain and it was finally let out 
trying to remember what the name of the poem is. I don't think do you remember? I don't remember. Uh, just if I do remember, I'll I'll mention it just so like, so I guess so they could like look look it up for themselves and like read it. Yes. But yeah. It was a very. Good what about poem. you? For you? Yeah, it was. Um. What about for you? Like, what do you wish like males understood about you mm. or females in general? I wish that they understood that. I don't know. They didn't like have like a right to women. I think that a lot of males think like that they have like ownership or that they should have like control. And I think it's also assumed that like even like for both genders, like that like a female can't be just friends like with a male or that a male can't be just friends like with a female. And also, I think that based on like what a lot of like females wear, I think that like males tend to think like oh, like, she is, like, a hoe or a slut, like, because of what she's wearing, and they think that, like, they have a right to say something about it, and I don't think that it should be that way. So that's something that I wish uh, males, or at least some males, didn't um, assume, and something that I wish that they understood. Yeah, it's definitely, like, that was definitely is a problem of, like, thinking of females, like, that like oh like because like even like then like if you go and think about it, it's like oh if a male has like a bunch of female friends he's like a player he's like like oh like he's so cool like oh i want to be like that and like but then you think of like oh like if a female has like a bunch of male friends and then she's considered a whole or a slut and there's definitely like a problem there with like how each gender is seen and like how each has like their own like um how would you say it's like it's right for them but it's not yeah like double standards why is that okay double standards yeah Yeah. um so kind of like a a question to wrap up our topic on like gender would be do you think that others should have a say in what males or females do um no but like, like advice wise, like if one asks for like advice, then it'll be okay to like have a say. But if they don't ask for your advice, like you shouldn't have a say. Like it's their own life. Like ma- let them make their own decisions. Like just it's like going into. I feel like you know where you can talk about like abortion. Like right. Like it's like. It's like the female's body, like she should have a say into whether she wants the uh to keep the baby or not. I mean at the end it is her like who is like carrying the baby. The baby. Yeah. yeah. So it's like even the I don't know, it's just like a lot that there's like a bunch of topics that we could go into. Like even work or like equal like to get equal pay. Yes. Like who who determined that just because she's a woman, she deserves less, like, when they're probably doing, like, the same job, and, like, the male's winning more just, like, for the same job, and, like, the only difference would be the gender, and it's not fair. I definitely agree with that. I don't think that um, neither, like, males or females, like, should have so much of a say, like, in each other's, like, life, or that they should, like, 
be able to like have such a big influence like in each other like obviously like if it's asked for then yes but I don't think that it should be like to the point where it's like overbearing like towards the other gender yeah definitely and it's definitely like I would say like it would bring a bunch of problems because like maybe like that problem isn't there but as soon as like you start like bringing like trying to like have control over the other that's when like problems start and it's like it shouldn't really um it'll negative negative negatively affect your life that's true i agree i think that boundaries should be set and if you don't i think that then it could turn into something very negative like how you said yeah so should we do our sponsor yes (laughs) okay so once again this message is but i mean yeah this message is brought to you by oxo so when traveling to mexico visit your local oxo for a variety variety of food and household supplies whether it's on the morning and you want your pan bimbo to go with your morning coffee or afternoon and you want to munch on some papas fritas they also have your favorite beer for parties such as modelo victoria and corona to last you all night yes we love oxo <laughs> um yes we do Next, we're going to be talking about age and how that plays in our identity and how we feel about it. So the first question that I have for you, Brian, is do you feel like age affects the way that people see you as a person? Um, yes. Yeah, actually, yeah. it does really affect like the way you see it as a person because even then, like, it's like when you were a kid, like you always looked up to like, the older kids I'm like yo I can't wait till I'm like 18 and then like and then you're 18 and like you start working and like all the older people at your jobs look at you and like they think like oh you're not mature yet you don't know anything like what do you know like you're just 18 but like at the end of the day probably some of those 18 year olds are smarter than like people who have work- been working there for like a good 10 15 years that's fair and so there's definitely yeah there's definitely like just because you're young doesn't mean anything like I could learn much more and like more quicker and I feel like older people don't really like uh, think of it as that way especially with like Latinos like you definitely like see an older um, Hispanic and right away like they're like they'll shut you down they'll be like oh you don't know anything like I've been this like they always like think they're much more wiser even though they have they follow all these like older traditions and like if you tell them they're wrong they'll be like no you're wrong because you're yes younger. that's very true no sabes they're nada. very close-minded and then like we grew up kind of like thinking and knowing that like we have to respect our elders especially like in like latino like culture like it's like expected for us to respect our elders and I think that, like, even, like, disagreeing with them sometimes, like, that's not seen, like, as, like, a good thing. Like, because we're so young, like, we shouldn't really um, disagree with them. Yeah, and that's that's just, like, where all the negative traditions start with, like, the machismo. It's kind of, like, because they still believe in it. And then, like, we're raised to, like, oh, you must listen to, like, them because they're much more wiser than you and, like, they know more. And so we grow up with like, the same ideas and then 
until we finally like old enough to figure out like oh that's not you know yeah right and i think like even like like being like young but like being a part of this generation like i think that we can also take kind of like initiative and kind of teaching like our older like family members kind of like when things are not okay you know because they grew up in a very different time period and like certain things like they might still think are okay but I think we like being young and like being able to learn like I guess through our education like that we are receiving right now like that things aren't right so that we can teach them so I think that's also like a big part about like how our age affects like the way like that we see them and how they see us yeah i definitely agree with that like we we're we should be like the change that or at least the start of the change to um the latino community and like how with all like not the injustice but like the imperfections that there is and like the negative traditions like it should be we should be the change. Of and them. I think that we could be the change. I think like that if we really took initiative and like we take pride in like our age and like what we know and like what we have even learned from them. And like, I think we can really like use that and like towards something good, like towards a good end goal to like really, I don't know, kind of fight for our own like Latino culture. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I feel like, once we all like come together, like we like, we know as we unite, we can do change. Like we can make a difference. It's just getting everybody all like on the same page, and then that's when like start. That's when the change will start. Yes, and even then, that's kind of hard, you know, to get everybody together because everybody has such like different beliefs, and not you know like some people are scared to change their perspective on like old traditions and like even like trying to like agree with like new traditions but i think that it's definitely something that we can accomplish yeah i feel like a lot of people are scared i feel like it has to do with their parents like their parents are probably like very strict and yeah. close-minded and like they don't want to get like quote-unquote disowned <laughs> yes. by like their family it's kind of funny because like yeah. cancel culture is kind of like being disowned like by your parents like a lot of people see it as like the same thing yeah um yeah and then i don't know even then cancel culture is like yes, very toxic it is. And, like, it's so like good. even like comparing that like you can see like the like saying like like being afraid of your parents and like wanting to like do different things like than they than they have that's also very toxic because like you shouldn't be afraid to like follow in your own path mm-hmm. and like it should like, you should have your own path because like even then like if you follow like their path and like they might have like those like tra- ungood like traditions and like that's just gonna keep the chain going. It's like we have to like stop yes, that. Yes, and we want to be breaking the cycle. Um, <laughs> yeah. Did you have anything else to add? Uh, no. Do no. You? So let's move on to our next question, which is: Do you feel like you could have accomplished more at the current age that you are at right now? Mm, well I would say yes because I definitely like see other people and like they have like started their own business they've started investing in stocks and they're making like a bunch of money some have like like some have dropped out and started working construction and making a bunch of money because school wasn't like for them and um, 
it's kind of like you see all these other people and like it makes you think like oh have i done enough i can definitely agree with that yeah it's kind of like but at the same time it's kind of like everybody is at their own pace so you shouldn't really like um look into others and like have them impact your own life i mean it's good to look up to them but you shouldn't put you down it's hard to like compare yourself and i know for like yeah and i know like 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 the uh latinos they do that a lot like comparing them each other it's like oh like you know your cousin yeah. already did this and like your cousin already graduated and like what's well, like i'm not my cousin so i think like especially like with like latinos like that is something that they do so much like even like if you have like an older sibling like like you'll hear like oh like well so and so did this so why haven't you done it or like how you said like even with cousins like i feel like sometimes in like latino like communities it's seen like as a competition and it shouldn't be like oh like they accomplished that Mm -hmm. so why haven't you done this yet yeah well i mean well i guess me being like the older sibling since i'm like (laughs) my big brother i'm definitely like setting like the boundary like i want to graduate just like so he can see like oh like my brother did it then i could do it and it's kind of like just to be like a good influence i mean definitely like school might not be for him and like i won't like oh like put that against him but it's definitely like i want to like be able to like know like oh like you know if if he does like do good in school and like he learns and like is able to like motivate himself then i want to be able to be like oh like i want to be like him because i know like i've seen like little tiny bits of like oh like if i get my hair long he (laughs) wants his hair long if i get a haircut he gets a haircut so like i know i have an impact in his life so like i want to be a good impact i agree i think that it's very much like that like with like younger siblings like I have a little brother and I would always like mess like with my mom and be like oh like I'm gonna join the marines and he'd be like okay I'm gonna join the marines like when it's my turn so I could be with Julie (laughs) and I would like just mess with my mom but I think that like when you're like Latino or even like any like you know like culture I think that like younger siblings always like look up to like their older siblings and like they want to do like what they do so I feel like it's very, like, good that we try to set, like, you know, that example. And I think that, I don't know if I have accomplished, like, everything that I wanted to at my age, but I think that I've done what I could. And I definitely do agree with you, like, that there are other people that I look at and I'm like, wow, like, look at how much they've done. Like, <laughs> I want to do that, too. But I think that <laughs> it's definitely, like, not bad to, like, look up to others. But it's not something where you should, like, compare yourself to the point where you feel, like, bad about where you're at currently. Yeah, it's because, like, everybody's at their own pace. Like, it's like, I don't know, I guess I like to see it. The way I like to see it is, like, wait until it's, like, your yeah, turn. Yeah, when it's your time to shine. And, like, definitely don't, yeah, it's definitely, like, don't talk bad about them either. Like, don't hate on them just because, like, they've already done yeah, more like, than you. Yeah, no like, no envidioso. Yeah, like, uh, and that's, like, a big problem, too, in, like, the Latino community. Like, there's a lot yeah. of Yeah, there's so much envy. Like, jealousy. Yes. Yeah. So it's kind of like just focus on yourself, like incur, like, like clap for them, like oh, like good for you, like, and then they'll yeah, be there for you too. Praise each other to encourage one another. Yeah, I agree with that. So, I guess kind of like one last question to end our age topic would be: Do you think that age defines your maturity? Um. Well. I guess, like, everybody has their own opinion on maturity, but I would say no. Because, <laughs> cause, I mean, 
okay looking at it like like what we were talking about like racism and ignorant people like that's i've definitely seen kids with like much more better ideas than like like them and like where like they don't want to like be open to ideas and like um i guess accept other people and then i see kids where like when they're playing they don't really care like about your skin color they don't care about your ideas they don't care like they're just playing and so it's kind of like they have at the end more uh respect i feel like because that's that's how Mm -hmm. i would say maturity is just respecting each other and so i feel like no like age doesn't define it um i agree i think i i like was saying about this question like a lot and i think that even like since i was little i think that like it takes a lot with like how i was raised and like who raised me i think that like because of those people that i was able to like be mature and i was able to like take into consideration like everybody and like what was going on like around me so i i was always able to like treat others like with respect so i think that it definitely doesn't define like like that age doesn't define your maturity because i think that even like at a young age i was able to like have like good levels of maturity and i definitely do i agree with that it's definitely like who raises us who has like a big impact and like how how we act because like i know like there's like my parents are like, oh, if you see like a special needs, like they like they they will explain it to me. They're like, oh, like they're not different. They're just like you, but I mean, they they have their complications, and like they shouldn't be looked different to it. And like that's what like sticks into my mind. Like, oh, like I gotta be like nice to them. Like I gotta be like I gotta be a good person because there's my like what I say, what I do could like hurt them and their feelings, and like it's um definitely like not something I would like to do and like it's definitely like something my parents wouldn't like me to do so or people who like raise you definitely have like a big impact and like I agree. Your maturity. I think that it's like very important like to be able to say like you know what like just because I'm like this old doesn't mean that I can act out this way towards people I think that it shouldn't be that way and that you should take into consideration well you know what like it's because I am this old that I should already start treating people with the respect that they need and like I should be kind, I should be a good person, and I should, like, respect others. Yeah, and I definitely do agree with that. Um, so I think that pretty much wraps up our topic about age, and uh, kind of, like, the last thing that, like, we really wanted to talk about was, like, kind of our parents' perspective on Mexican identity. So we asked them, kind of like a few questions um but before I guess we'll tell you a bit about them uh Brian do you want to talk a little bit about your mom (laughs) (laughs) okay so yeah my mom her name is Gisela Martinez she was born here in Chicago but like grew up in Guanajuato Mexico uh she lived in Mexico for most of her life until she was like 19 and that's when she decided to comes to the United States with my dad. And so, although she, like, she lived in, like, Mexico for those 19 years, and so coming to the United States, she had to, like, adapt to a different li- style of life and, like, had to face certain challenges and, like, stuff we talked about, like, being looked at different, um, having broken English, having to deal with, like, people's perspective of her. So very much, like, she had, like, her moments where she was belittled, but 
she's still like very proud of like her Mexican heritage. Okay, I'm excited to hear what she has to say about Mexican identity. Um, a little bit about my dad is uh, his name is um, Victor Resendiz. Um, he was born in Durango, Mexico. And for most of his life, he grew up there and he worked there. He went to school there and he faced many challenges when coming to America. And he didn't expect to stay here and like build a life and like have me or my sisters. But he he's a very old fashioned like Mexican and he has like strong beliefs about the Mexican culture. And I wouldn't say like that he's like super like machista, but a little bit like I'd be seeing it and I'd be like, Dad, you better chill. Um but I think he embraces, like, the Mexican culture a lot and the identity that comes with it. Um, so, yeah, some questions that we asked them. It wasn't really, like, a lot, but we basically asked them if they regretted coming to the U.S. and if they believed that growing up um, more like our age, I guess, influenced our maturity and also what lesson did they wish to pass down to us based on their own experiences with identity? So, Brian, I don't know if you want to go first. <laughs> just pull up. Okay. Where she said. <laughs> um, okay, so for the first one, uh, regret- the first question that was, uh, yeah. do you regret coming to the U.S.? Uh, she said, uh, no, because there's more opportunities in the U.S. than Mexico. If you work hard, it is easier for you to make any of your wishes come true. And, like, that's, like, what, like my mom's ideas. And I feel like a lot of Latinos' ideas that, like, if you work hard, like, you can achieve it. And, like, there's definitely much more opportunity here. So I can see where, like, she's coming from. And so she doesn't really, like, regret it. I mean, although she, like, may miss it, she doesn't, like... Um, it's not, like, something that she would regret. Like, she definitely, like, is proud of, like, her decision to come here because, like, of the opportunities. And I guess not a lot of people see that. I definitely agree with And then for number two, uh, uh, she she said, um, no, <laughs> that age doesn't influence maturity. One thing she said that I, well, like, I still play with cars. <laughs> and so it's kind of, like, Cause she's the one that's like seen me like since I was little, so like she knows like um well she's seen me since I was little and she's like sees me now and she doesn't see me like it's like I've been like more immature when I was little or like I'm more mature now and she's like she still sees like um that I was like I'm very like respectful to anybody and like I'm there for like people so like she knows like well she knows how she raised me so she's very proud of that. Um, and for number the other question uh, what lesson do you wish to pass down to us based on like their own experiences with identity <clears throat> she said to keep the tradition alive for example get together Christmas Christmas Eve and cook tamales <laughs> um, and be proud of your identity and roots keep, and keep family together uh, for that tamales part, she said it's not applicable to me because I don't really know how to cook. <laughs> we love <Maruchan>. Maruchan. <laughs> But <laughs> it's so easy to cook. I mean, but yeah, she definitely wants me to like keep the tradition going. And like, I'll definitely want to keep the tradition going. Like, although I mean, I know how to cook, like, I'll definitely like, want tamales. You said we can definitely learn. <laughs> atole. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely learn or like <laughs> now have my friends help me that don't do know how to cook. And yeah, definitely I'm definitely like whenever I think of Christmas Eve, it's just like having all your family together. It's yeah. like it's like one happy moment like where you like enjoy your life. And so it's very like it's very like important too in like the Latino community. It's like Christmas is some some time where like, you get to spend time together. It's like there's no work. So I definitely like can nice appreciate like the lesson I guess that she's trying to like get you to like really like kind of stick to like with like being tradition I really like I like that she said that because I think that it's important and I think that sometimes that can get lost like in translation like throughout the years and like you'll forget or like things will change but I think it's very important to like keep that alive yeah I feel like also like just growing up here in the U.S. like not a lot of people talk about it and like there's um like maybe maybe for some people they don't have like many hispanic friends or like latino friends and so they don't really know about their traditions and it kind of like gets lost and like someone my mom wants to like she wants me to like keep being proud of like being mexican and like not not be embarrassed to show off and like just like and we should be, be proud, proud of we who i am proud to be mexican and like i think that that's like a good thing like that she doesn't ever want you to like forget that you are Mexican and to like be proud of it yeah yeah she's definitely like influenced me with that so I'm very I'm pretty I'm Um, very thankful for that so kind of like for my dad's point of view on like the situation um he kind of sent me audios but we can add those towards the end and I'll kind of just summarize what he said a bit but um he basically said that he didn't regret coming to the united states because if not like he would have never like gotten to the point in his life where he is now and he wouldn't have like had me or my sisters and he says that his life would have been very different and very dull if he would have not taken the risk like to come to the u.s and he thinks that it changed his life like in a good way and that like he learned like a much stronger like work ethic because he had to work harder for everything that he wanted. Um, and like in the aspect of uh, the question, does he believe that my age influenced my maturity? He said that not really, but that like since I was young, that I was very like concentrated and like put together with my ideas so that he didn't really think that like it was like that I hit an age and then I was like mature, but he thinks I've always been that way. But he says that I've been that way because of him and my mom. So he wants to take, um, I guess, kind of like, yeah, he wants to take credit about my maturity. Um, And (laughs) the last question was, what lesson did he wish to pass down to me based on his own experiences with identity? And he basically said to kind of like continue to work hard, um, to not let anybody take advantage of me because I had to know what I was like fighting for. And he said that he just wanted me to be happy with my life choices. And that was pretty much the lesson that he wished to pass down to me. And kind of like what your mom said, too, like to continue to be proud of like who I was and who my family was. That's actually like very nice of like your dad to like say like, oh, like, I guess kind of like going from his experience, like if he wouldn't have taken that choice, like who knows like where he would have been and like. He's, like, kind of telling you, too, yeah. like, oh, like, don't be afraid to make choices because, like, it could be, like, the best choice you ever made. Or, like, 
I guess even then, like, if, even if it's, like, a bad choice, like, you'll learn from it, yeah. but it won't Every be the end of the world. Yeah, choice has a lesson. So. That's definitely, like, a, some nice advice. <laughs> yes, it does. Um, was there anything that you wanted to add before our podcast episode ends? Um, no, not really. I liked how we <laughs> mentioned all the topics and, like, I feel like how if there's any like Latinos that are struggling with like the same it's kind of like oh like you're not alone like maybe like we feel the same or like maybe maybe there's like one of the problems you addressed and like it's definitely gaining some like attention so like it's almost yeah I think definitely this is like a way to show like that we're not alone like even like you know like me and you coming from different backgrounds and like being like um different i think we still are able to see things like eye to eye and like agree on certain aspects and realize like that we're not alone and that like we can like agree on things like even if like we are a little different yeah it's definitely like it's a it's a warming experience like or like a warming a warming feeling like knowing like oh like that others are like the same or even if others are different like they'll still accept me or just even like talking about like the same problems it's kind of like oh like they feel the same way i really enjoyed our podcast episode today um do you have any closing remarks brian um no just that this podcast (laughs) episode was brought to you by oxo (laughs) it was brought to you by oxo one of the leading conveniences of convenience stores in mexico so if you ever need a please snack visit them. you're hungry and you're in mexico <laughs> please visit oxo they will take Agreed. care of you um so yeah that's um, do you have any no closing remarks? just happy that you're my co-host and i think we did a great job and yeah that's it I had a pleasure to meet you. Yeah, this since we did not know each other podcast at the beginning of this project. Closer together. <laughs> we love that. All right. Are you ready to say goodbye to the people? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I just say <laughs> bye. Bye. No sweetos. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this will be the end of our podcast. Hopefully. Hopefully there's an episode two.